In today's episode, we answer a listener question about getting more builders to work with and how to do it. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. G'day and welcome to another episode. I'm Warwick Bidwell, or was, was a, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michaela Clark, today. Or Just Michaela's fine. Mick, Mike. Mike kind of looks, it looks like when you write it, it's Mike as in microphone. I think yeah. that's kind of apt given that we're podcasters. Uh, anyway, that's enough of that rubbish. <clears throat> so, uh, we do have a listener question today and it was really cool because we'd been thinking about maybe ditching the whole, um, voicemail thing on our website. It's like, ah, does anybody really use this? And literally a day later or something, we had a, a question from Shane Sampson and we'll, uh, We'll play that in a moment so you can hear what the question was and then we'll answer it. But uh, we would love some love. So uh, if you're a regular listener or if you're a new listener to the show, either way, go give us a review on iTunes and let others know how cool the show really is. Uh, Shane loves the show and uh, we get a lot of great feedback about it. But to help more tradies find out about it and uh, to help them improve their business as well, Go give us some love on iTunes, uh, give us a star rating, five would be a good number to pick, and uh, write us a quick blurb and give us some feedback about the show. Uh, but we'd like to know what you think, so yeah. go, go and do that, iTunes likes reviews so more people will find the show Yeah, if we have more reviews. So it yeah. is about having some love letters to ourselves. Please, help, but, help uh, us out. You know, Help us to outrank, uh, I don't know, podcasts about cats and stuff. <laughs> Is it, I wonder if there's a podcast about cats. There would be. There's a podcast about everything. Guarantee it. Yep. Yeah. Anywho. Um, <laughs> here is uh, the question from Shane. G'day, guys. Love the show. Uh, I'm running a um, a painting business. We're pretty successful. I've got four guys on it and an apprentice. Um, I've got two builders who I work for, but I'm, I want to approach some other uh, more high-end builders. Um, what's the best way, in your opinion, to approach these guys? Is it an email? Should I put a package together? Um, yeah, just thought I'd put it out there. Cheers. Thanks for that, Shane. You're a legend, mate. Glad you love the show. We have a listener. Yeah. Well, we know we've got <laughs> quite a few, actually. We've had, we've, I'm still blown away at how many people actually listen to the show. It's, it's awesome. It is. I think when we started this, I had no idea and probably didn't actually have any anticipation that it would be quite so popular and so long running as well that, you know, people would listen to every single episode of you and me. Or that I'd put up with you for this long. <laughs> yeah, I know. But anyway, this isn't about us. I just said yes to get you off and back. Anyway. <laughs> this is about Shane. Okay. So Shane's question basically is... Uh, He's got some builders that he wants to do some work with. How does he go about approaching them? I mean, it sounds like he's got some ideas, but obviously he came to the experts and uh, we couldn't find them, so we're going to answer the question instead. Um, but getting builders, it's I've had some success with this over the years with my own clients as uh, a tradies business wingman to the stars. Um and there's a bit of a process like anything. So, Shane, we're going to run through the process, and the beauty of that is the rest of our listeners get it as well. 
<laughs> um, we will put together a flow chart of this process for our Tradies Business Toolkit members. So that's a shameless plug for people to go check out the toolkit. If you go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash toolkit, you'll find out all about that, but you'll get exclusive content in there like the flow chart that we're going to throw together off the back of today's episode. You get access to our private members group and Facebook uh, webinars, all sorts of cool stuff that's going to help you improve your trading business and it costs bugger all, so you should go check that out. But in the meantime, getting builders. Uh, step one, right? So there's a bunch of steps here. Um, too many for me to number on the page. So I'm just going to go one through whatever it is. Nine, I think there are nine steps. We'll probably make up some along the way. Uh, uh, nine steps. Nine that, steps. There's my contribution to the episode. Thank you. So it's a nine but step we'll, process. We've got to make ten because it's just nine steps is a bit weird. Well, so ten can we... be a bonus one. I'll throw one okay. at the end. So okay. This is ten steps to. <laughs> ten. But nine's a better number because people remember it. Okay, nine. So keep it to nine. Don't give any nine bonuses or process. anything. No, we'll do that with the step ten is the flow chart. Okay, but we'll they're going to pay that for that because we're tight. No. No, well, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Anyway, You're Shane, the podcast for free. if, if Shane's know. still listening. This could be worth millions of dollars this episode to some clever tradies. Yeah, well, Shane's going to make money out of this. So, Better uh, leave us a review. Yeah, yeah, please, Shane. Go give us a review, mate. Surely it's worth that. Remember those five stars, buddy. <laughs> uh, step one, let's get into this, Michaela, is uh, make a list. And it's not a list of steps. It's a list of who you want to target. Now, it sounds like Shane might have already done that. Um, but if you're listening to this and you think, oh, it'd be good to work with some more builders or cabinet makers or whoever you want to get some referral business from, uh, sit down and make a list of those people. Not just a fictitious list. Get out good old Google and start Googling uh, you know, cabinet makers in your area and then work out, well, out of all those cabinet makers, there might be 73. Perhaps you only want to work with a specific subset of those. So maybe you only want to work with high-end joinery companies or ones that do project homes or whatever it is. Okay, so get clear about who gets onto your list and then build your list. And again, it sounds like Shane's got some ideas there. So that's awesome, mate. Put some thought into that. So that's so, the first step. Yeah, so it's all about mapping your ideal customer. Pretty much, yeah. And then... Basically, just using the power of the internet them. to stalk them and get their contact details. Cool. So, name. do you know you can get any email address basically on the internet now? But it's still illegal to send anything to them. No, not if it's a personalised thing. Hi, I don't know you, but I'd like to see something. No, if 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 their email address is on the internet, this is getting off point. <laughs> But anyway. You're derailing my process. Sorry. Okay. But this could be in the bonus 10th tip. Oh, here we go. Um, email Hunter program. You can find anyone's email address. Yeah, right. Mm. Is that why I get so much spam email? No, you're not that important. That's just scraping. Oh, okay. This isn't people. <laughs> but just, just hypothetically, you can get anyone's name, basically. That's so, my bubble. Anyway. All right. So step on. one, um, go and find the people you want to deal with ideally, it's like, oh, I'd just love to work with these five builders, right? And uh, go get their details off the internet. Step two is draft your kick-ass letter or um, or direct mail piece. So uh, there's a few points within this one, all right? I suggest these days going back to good old snail mail. It's not used very much for direct mail anymore. Most people are using email marketing for that sort of stuff. And because of that, it's actually easier to stick out a bit 
by sending something in the post. Uh, yes, it's going to cost you a dollar to send a letter, maybe more if you uh, follow the, the upcoming steps, but it's worth the investment to get noticed in someone's letterbox. Now, don't just stick it in a window-faced envelope that looks like a bill because guess where it's going to end up? On the bottom of the pile with all the bills. And they'll open it in a month and it hasn't really done its job. So I would suggest definitely draft a kick-ass letter and do something a little different, right? Don't Please don't do the name, rank, and serial number thing. So Shane, don't put, hi, I'm Shane and I am a painter and I've got lots of experience and I do a great job and we believe in service because guess what? Everybody else is saying the same thing, right? So that's not going to stand out. Do something a bit different, a bit quirky, a bit personal, a bit off the wall. Take a risk. I mean, you, you want to stand out here. It's not going to – don't be controversial or offensive, obviously. Uh, but you can afford to be a little bit uh, off the wall with that. Even better than just sending a letter would be to send a letter with something, right? Now, if you've got some fantastic projects that you're really proud of, uh, include an A4 sheet with some high-quality printed um, images of those projects on there. Or if you've won some awards, uh, you know, include that at the bottom of your letter. It should be in your logo and your letterhead anyway. Uh, but include that in there as a bit of a pack, you know, like if you were an artist, you'd have a portfolio uh, that you would carry around with you to show people your images or a photographer. Well, do the same as a tradie. You're creating physical things, right? So show people your beautiful work. And even better than that is to send what is commonly referred to in the industry as lumpy mail, right? Stick something lumpy in the envelope. And again, if you're good at writing or if you if you know someone who is reasonably witty or, or clever with words, is you could refer to that item that you stick in the envelope. Now, I'm talking about something as simple as stapling a coffee bag to the top of the letter. And don't just say, please enjoy a cup of coffee while you read my boring letter because uh, that's not really going to work. Make some cheesy reference to it and be a bit funny because that's going to make you more memorable. But also, that lump in the envelope, guess what people want to do when the envelope turns up? They want to know what's in it. So yeah. They open it. Yeah. So they're going to open your letter, right? Now, even if they just see your logo and go, oh, yeah, okay, that was that was clever, and they toss it in the bin, actually doesn't matter. Job done, right? They got something from you. It's going to stick in their mind. So that when you do the following steps, which is step three, setting aside time to call people back, right? So step three is set aside the time. If you don't book the time in your calendar to do the follow-ups, it's probably not going to happen because you're going to keep booking jobs or your PA will or whatever. So block out an hour or two hours or however long you think you need to get on the phone and make some five to ten minute phone calls. Uh, but book that time aside in your calendar for about five to seven days after you've sent the letter because that's about how long it takes things to be delivered here in Australia because apparently we're still in the dark ages. But anyway, um, without slagging off at Australia Post too much, step four is pick up the telephone and call the people that you sent the things to. Oh, that's yeah, yuck. Uh, and this is about like doing that. This is about where most people grind to a halt. Okay, is they do steps one through two. <laughs> they do the first two steps and then they fail to book the time to do the follow-ups and then they maybe even book the time but they get to step four and the handset on that telephone just becomes so heavy they literally can't pick it up off the desk. It's like a 150 kilo deadlift. 
Because you never know. The person on the other line might actually say, no, didn't get it. Or worse still, like even worse, probably the worst thing that they could say, the scariest thing they could say is, yes, I got your letter. When can we meet? Yes, imagine that. Shit. <laughs> what do I do now? Okay, so step four is pick up the phone and follow them up, all right? It, it dramatically increases the chance that you're going to get in front of them. So what if they got the – they say, oh, it's on my desk, I haven't opened it, or it's in my intro, I haven't had a look. Great, no worries at all. Look, I can save you some time, and I'll just run through quickly with you now what was in that envelope. First of all, it's a coffee bag. So if you like coffee, open it up. If not, please toss it in the bin because I hate that stuff anyway. Uh, but basically, you just run through the purpose of the letter and the call anyway. Right, the letter is just an excuse, really, to call. for you to pick up the phone and ring, so you don't feel like a douche. Uh, it's like, hey, I sent you a letter. Did you get it? Like, you've got a reason to call. And they're like, no, nah, haven't seen it. It's like, that's okay, mate. I'll save you the time. Uh, basically, I was just sending you something out to introduce myself, but more importantly, I wanted to make some time to find out more about you and your business and what your needs are with painting or plumbing or cabinet making or whatever to see if you're a good fit for our business because we're looking for three or four top builders that we can align ourselves with and work with over the coming years. Cool? There you go. Yep. There's a script as well. So that's step four. Pick up the telephone, follow up. Right, so that's all good. I spoke to him. He got the letter. He liked it. He thought I was funny. Uh, he's happy to talk to me. And that's it. I hang up the phone and say, yeah, thanks, mate. Awesome. Great. No. So the idea of the phone call is to book a meeting, right? It's not to get their work and get them to commit over the phone and say, yeah, okay, we'll start using you for all of our jobs, right? The chances of that happening are about the same chance of me and my ex getting back together, okay? So don't go for that, right? What you want to go for is a meeting. So just organize either a drop-in or a formal meeting if the relationship goes that well. Even if it's just, look, mate, I'll be in your area on Friday. Uh, do you mind if I just pop my head in for five minutes, say good day? I'll drop you off some info and um, and find out a bit more about your business and what your needs are. Okay, so you've got that meeting. What should you cover in that meeting? What's okay. it about? So the idea of that meeting is for you to go and blah, 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 all about your business and how good you are and how many staff you've got and how much you No. No, it's not. No. Tricks to you. Don't talk about yourself. You wouldn't. You wouldn't ask a chick out on a date, or for the women listening, you wouldn't ask a dude out on a date, and talk all about yourself, would you? Some would. Okay. Well, if you're doing that, it might explain yes. the lack of your success <laughs> so far. But the whole idea is to find out more about the other person and let them do all the talking and get them to feel like you listened and that you care about them and their business. And do it sincerely. Don't don't sort of manufacture or contrive this. But just ask some questions. So how long have you guys been building houses? It's like, well, it's on the sign, numbnuts. But don't ask stupid questions. You want to ask some good quality questions about, so what are your values in your business? And you know, what's your customer process look like? And what does your customer base look like? What sort of reviews are you getting from clients? Uh, what what are you looking for from your professionals that you're working with from your other trades? What are some of the things that frustrate you about dealing with the other trades, right? So you're just there to find out more about them. You're dating them, okay? So ask them lots of good questions. Get them talking, open-ended questions, not yes-no answer questions. Uh, you know, we've covered some of this stuff in previous episodes about asking questions and that sort of stuff in sales episodes. So just get you know, build some rapport, 
And the way to do that is ask some questions and get them talking about themselves and show that you're actually interested. So ask some smart questions, right? Because all of that stuff is going to help you then respond with, oh, wow, that's awesome. Look, you're exactly the sort of builder that we're looking for because we have similar values in our business. You know, we have a whole process that we take our clients through, which is just like what you're saying. And you're just matchmaking, all right? And then by the end of that, then hopefully you get to step six where you're basically booking the next action. So you don't leave that meeting all feeling warm and fuzzy and, you know, you have a hug and a high five and it's like, wow, you're a really great business and wow, you're a great business too. Thanks for that. I'll see you later. Okay, you want to book an action. Like what's the next step off the back of that? Hopefully they say something like, that's awesome. Look, I'd really like you to quote on this project for us. Or we'll get you to start quoting on our work and we'll compare you to our current contractor and uh, see how you stack up and, you know, we'll see if we can give you some work from there. Uh, you know, that would be probably the ideal. Again, chances are you're not going to switch them over to you in that first meeting, uh, but they might give you a go. So your idea is to obviously book that action. If they don't offer that, ask them. Say, so that all sounds awesome. You know, feel really good about your business. Uh, would it be possible for us to quote on your next project? And you can compare us to who you're using currently and give us a go. And to help you make that choice or to help you, uh, you know, lower the risk of giving us a go, what I'd like to offer you for the first job that you give us is we will supply the materials at trade cost or something. <gasps> what? Give away profit? Okay, think of it as buying a customer. And in particular, if we're talking about getting ongoing referrals from a builder or another trade like that, you're buying lifetime business here. You think about the value of the referrals you might get from this customer, from this builder, over the next five years if you retain them that long. What if they expect that every time though? Ah, well, that comes down to setting the expectations early, mm, doesn't it, Michaela? It does. So for the first project, so that you get to sample our service and quality, I'd like to offer the materials at, at cost and we'll just put our normal markup and margin on the labour. And I'll give you an indicative price to show you what it would have cost or something. Um, but after that, we'll quote our projects as per normal, right? All those other add-ons you can You do might do a free so. upgrade to premium finishes or something. Or you might, uh, you know, have an, like an add-on where you can use higher quality products at the same price and it doesn't actually cost you the full amount. So you just, you need to come up with some sort of inducement or attractive offer. Uh, I know I've got a couple of bribe them. Pretty much, a couple of wingman clients that they do reduced rate services for staff of that company. So the staff try them out and go, "Wow, these guys are awesome," and then refer them to all their clients. Right, so it doesn't cost the money on the on the real projects. They just do a better rate for the staff in the business or the sales staff. Okay, so six is book that next action and kind of 6B or 6A and B is maybe you think about using an offer or some sort of inducement to get them to use you at least once so then you can just wow them with your amazingness. Uh, step seven is, um, again, don't leave it at that. Send a thank you email or a letter or a postcard, but send something to them very quickly after that meeting, ideally so they get it you know, the next day or two days later, send it express post. Don't be a tight ass. Spend the money. Stick it in a $4 or whatever it is express post envelope and say, hey, thanks for taking the time to meet with you. I know you're a busy person. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to chat to you about your business. Um, you know, we'd really like to do your work for you. If anything comes up, give me a call. 
Oh, people remember that sort of stuff. Not many people go to that extra effort, do they, Michaela? No, they do not. No. <laughs> not even husbands. So um, send a thank you follow-up. And then point eight is essentially continue to market to them, right? So put them into a bit of a, a long-term marketing funnel where you send them regular emails or newsletters or whatever. Try not to make it too boring. Market to them ongoing and send them useful information or exciting changes in your industry. You know, maybe there's a new type of, of soft closing hinge uh, that's been released by one of the hardware manufacturers. Um, put that in your email communication to a builder uh, and say, hey, you know, your clients, some of your clients might be interested in this new technology of uh, fridges that will order your groceries for you. Uh, so be helpful and be useful and they'll see you as a resource and then they're much more likely to use you down the track as well. So that's point eight. Nine is keep in contact. So if you booked an action back at step six, and they say, yeah, okay, well, we'll get you to quote on on some jobs that come up. What I often find tradies do is they get all excited. It's like, yeah, yeah, they said that they're going to get us to quote on their work. And three months later, you might have a chat to that same tradie. It's like, so how'd you go with XYZ Builder? Did they get you to quote on any work? No, I haven't had anything come through yet. Did you ring him? No. What do you mean, did I ring him? It's like, follow him up. Okay, so follow up, follow up, follow up, right? Uh, Got it. Every step in the process, follow it up. If if you don't hear from them, get on the phone and say, hey, you said you were going to send through some, some uh, quotes for me to have a look at. Have you had anything come in yet? Oh, yeah, sorry, uh, just been really busy. Yeah, we'll send you the next one. Great, when's that likely to pop up? Oh, not for a couple of weeks. Awesome, I'll give you a call in two weeks. All right, book that next follow-up, book that next action, and then just loop around and do the whole thing again. Cool. Now, you've had some um, clients you've worked with just recently have some success with these exact steps, haven't you? How'd they go? Yeah, awesome. So uh, they did everything on this list sent out a bit of a quirky letter it wasn't even a lumpy mailer because we wanted to get them out reasonably quickly i think they sent 10 letters uh booked four meetings uh one person when they rang had read the letter and basically said yeah we would love you to do some work for us like it was that simple and they've already quoted on a project and we're talking you know 20 to 50 thousand dollar um projects for a joinery company so it cost them you know, 30 bucks to send these letters out in postage, printing, envelopes, yeah. everything. And, you know, the husband literally made half a dozen phone calls and he's quoting on a project. Um, I think another one of them, another one actually got them to do a small job because their current contractor was uh, fully booked. Yeah. And that's the other thing, you know, don't be scared off by the whole, oh, they've already got their trades, right? Builders in, a, in particular, builders and and body corporates, oh, they've already got their trades. Why would they change? They're like, well, you just never know. What happens if their current uh, subby or, or tradesperson is fully booked, can't do the job that week? Or what or, if they're wanting to expand and need a second crew? Yep, or breaks his leg or drops the ball. You, just, you want to be the one who's plan B on their list. So they go, oh, Bob's let us down this week. Um, where's the card for that guy that was in here the other day? Right, you want to be that guy or that girl. And like, you know, not every builder's going to respond positively. Oh, no. You know, you get heaps of no's. Yeah, and that's okay. No, mate, we've got nothing for you. Right. Awesome, thanks. So just keep going because you will get some yeses. Yeah, and then go back and follow them up again in two or three months. Yep. 
hey, I know it was no, you know, a couple of months ago. Just checking in to make sure you, you know, nothing's changed for you, or see if anything has changed for you. Mm. And again, they might be like, no, mate, still the same. You know, and persistent pe- space pays it off is because people view that as your. You know, you're keen to develop a relationship. You want to work with them. People want to work with people that want to work with them. Yeah. So they've got drive and determination and commitment and all those things that they value. And you think about it from your perspective as a tradesperson. If someone was trying to get your work and they quit on the first phone call because you were busy and you said, no, I've got nothing for you and you never heard from them again, you'd probably go, oh, well, they're obviously a waste of time. But if they rang you every two months, yeah, it might get annoying. But you know, if they had a good approach to that and they were professional, it's like, hey, just checking in. Did I give you a call? I was in your area. I saw you sign up at the front of that construction project, just seeing if you had any jobs to quote on. You know, we've we've expanded. We've got a couple more staff and now we're taking on some bigger projects now. If you've got anything floating around, we'd love the opportunity to have a, to, to have a chop at it. Mm. It's like just simple, a minute phone call. And you never know, you might be like a whole bunch of my clients and trip over some work. So there you go. Hopefully we've answered your question, Shane. Uh, hopefully Make sure that's you let us know how he goes. Yeah. Let us know how you go and it, what results you get. Yeah, tell us how you go, mate. Uh, give us some feedback. Send us another speak pipey thing. We might even get you on the show. And there you go. Mm-hmm. That'd be scary. Should they have a list? Should they aim for 10? I mean, I guess it's ones they want to build build a relationship with. Yeah, good so question. So depend on their area. Good question. What, what should a good starting hit list well, for me, the, the limiting factor here or the bottleneck is going to be the phone calls and the meetings, right? So don't go and send 100 letters this week and then, you you know, Waza said that in five to seven days I have to follow them all up. Now you've got to make 100 phone calls and try and book 100 meetings and if you get 20 meetings, how the heck are you going to fit those in in the next couple of weeks? Yeah. So break it down into digestible chunks, all right? It's- Maybe 10 to 20 a week thinking that you might get five maybes and a couple of meetings out of that 10 to 20. So that was going to ask, what would be a good benchmark to know that perhaps your letter's the right one or it's not the right one? Are you looking at booking two or three meetings, like a 20 30% meeting yeah, conversion? It's, it's not going to be high, okay? This is like, yeah. you know, this is a, it's a good approach because it's a direct approach, um, but it's, it's fairly cold, like mm. you haven't been referred to them by somebody. You've literally just hit them up out of the blue saying, hey, we're here. Would you like us to do some work for you? Uh, so your conversion rate's going to be a bit lower there. But, uh, you know, if you sent 20 letters, yeah, two or three people who are like, yeah, mate, send us some info or, yeah, drop around and, and um, we'll have a chat. Uh, and if you got one or two out of that that said, yes, quote on some work for us, then that's a pretty good outcome. Yeah. Okay. Generally, I find it's actually better than that, but I suppose in terms of setting expectations, don't be bummed because 18 people said, yeah, I threw it in the bin, we're really busy, go away. Mm. Okay, that's just it's just a numbers game. Yep. So if you run out of, you know, if you make a list of 20 builders like, oh, I'd love to work with these guys, and you get one person who says, yeah, send us for a quote on this job, um, go find another 20, right? You might need to yep. readjust the parameters if you need five builders to, to refer work to you. Yeah. But cool. in terms of bang for buck, the cost of this strategy is very low. So if you've got one person sending you work, it's a pretty damn good outcome. It's a lot <laughs> cheaper than Google AdWords. It is. And more effective. So thank you for sharing that list today, Warwick. My pleasure. I need a drink. Yes. Probably a coffee. <laughs>
Anyway, uh, let us know how you go, Shane. Um, hit us up on the voicemail or uh, or on the Facebook page. And same goes for any other listeners. If you've got a question, uh, go to the website, tradiesbusinessshow.com. You can record your voice on there and um, be like Shane. You can be a star on the show. Uh, and we'll answer your question and uh, and we'll try you... to answer it. Well, yeah, we'll we'll prattle on with thirty minutes of stuff. We can't uh, guarantee we'll solve your problem. <laughs> and of course, all of our advice comes with a disclaimer that we're just podcasters. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com. dot